intercepts. Whoa, that felt so real. What an experience. Can I see my score somewhere? Oh, um, well, there's not really a score. It's just for your enjoyment. Oh, right. I guess we went over that before I went in. Right. The physical existence, the sights and sounds, the emotions. Was it everything you expected? Uh, yeah. That was, uh, really something. Growing old, missing people. I felt so connected to them. Yeah, that's pretty common. I'll bet. Hey, can I at least find out my shooting percentage? You're, uh... Not sure I understand. I was crumpling up pieces of paper and shooting at trash cans nonstop, laundry into baskets, actual basketball shots, basically any hoop type receptacle. You better believe I was gunning at it. Uh huh. So what I shoot? Um, just a moment. I'm looking it up. Most people are curious how their loved ones are doing back in the experience. Oh, here we go. Up forty-three percent. What? 43%? For my lifetime? That has to be an error. Uh, it says 43. That's ridiculous. At the end, when they had to change my bedding multiple times a day, the nurses were always letting me shoot into the hamper, and I was on fire. Yeah, that was factored in. There was that time when I was like 12 or 13. I stood under the hoop at the park and made like a thousand scoop shots in a row. They turned the lights on, and I was still just rigging them in. Yeah, that was, uh, 168 makes. Not quite 1,000. You've got to be kidding me! My parents had to physically lift me up and carry me away. I could barely lift my arms, because I was rigging them in. And you're saying that was 168 shots? That's completely absurd! It was easily 1,000 in a row. Unfortunately not. Uh, 168 out of 175. Looks like you missed a few. Memory can be tricky, like when you were a toddler. What do my memory skills as a baby have to do with anything? Well, you missed quite a few shots then, and that impacted your lifetime percentage. Perhaps you don't remember your low shooting average on the Little Scamps Junior Basketball Hoop for Tykes? Look out, Little Scamps! You requested it, if you don't recall. And hey, I want you to count them right from the jump. All of your shots for your entire lifetime? Believe it. Right out of the gate, I'm coming out gunning. Okay, I'm ready. Let her rip. You don't remember that? Oh my... You know what? It's a technicality. A miscommunication. Maybe I can get some credit for a redo? Um, I mean, I can check with my boss. That'd be great. We'll get all the technicalities out of the way. No more little scams count against my average. Hey, can I know what my percentage would have been without that giant blemish? Unfortunately, no. But I can tell that you missed over 3,000 shots on that tiny hoop. Even for a toddler, that's quite a bit below average. Okay, okay. Let's just check with your boss. I can get back in there, no toddler stats. I come out gunning. We're talking 75% minimum. 
true shooting average. Then we'll see who's laughing then. Well, no one is really laughing now, especially with how things ended with your family, but I see what you mean. I'll check with my boss. Just a moment. That sounds great. Thank you. And if your boss can pull some strings... Make things in differently with your family this time? Uh, no. I was going to say exist in a world where they don't have Little Scamps Jr. hoops, just to be safe. That would be ideal. I'll see what I can do. Excellent. Did you give up smoking? Do you feel like a tame sheep because of it? Do you miss it? Of course you do. If you run into the anti-nicotine hype machine, I'm here to tell you that you're welcome to come back with a free pack! That's right, folks. The only Jet-approved, unfiltered, entirely pure cigarette on the market, Rabbit Cigarettes, is welcoming you back to the entirely safe act of smoking with a free pack. When people ask why you're foaming at the mouth, tell them you're rabid for rabid cigarettes. Filters have been known to cause impotence, sterility, and even medical castration. That's why rabid cigarettes are filterless. No subliminal messaging delivered through the filter, which, as we all know, was being done for years by the bigger brands. That's what gave smoking a bad name, folks. Trying to brainwash people through filters. Well... These cigs are filterless with no subconscious messaging. Just safe, pure, effective, testosterone-increasing cigarette smoke delivered right to your lungs. Call now, and they'll be delivered right to your door. Just say, I want the welcome back free pack. And now a few words from the Center for the Distribution of Comedy. Here at the CDC, we take laughter seriously. I'm no doctor, but I play one in this commercial. And as a fake doctor, I'm prescribing a trip to the lounge at the end of the universe. Lounge at the end of the universe, the official spot for comedy in the Treasure Valley. Go to loungeboise.com for details. <laughs> This is definitely not a dream. Sounds like I'm in a hospital. Why would I be in a hospital? Yeah, I'll just be in here with him until they get here. Garrett. Hey, Dad. I'm here. You just rest. I know you can't respond, but I hope you can hear me. Oh, son. I'm so sorry you have to see me like this. How do I even look like? Am I in a body cast with my arms and legs? Is it one of those hanging things? Or maybe I just had a stroke. You had an accident, Dad. On your motorcycle. We're all just thankful you're alive. Mom's on her way. Taylor's with her. I crashed on your motorcycle. I would never do that. Hi, uh, are you with the insurance company? Um, hi, no. I'm Jonathan, I'm friends with Dean. Oh my god, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're his new partner. I'm so sorry. I know about you. I'm just a little frazzled with everything. Ah, uh, my two boys. Oh god, I wish I was there. Oh please, it's totally fine. This is a lot to take in. I wasn't sure he told you and your sister about me yet, and I know it's pretty recent, so I wasn't even sure I should come. 
Is it okay if I... Oh, please, please. He'd love that. Dean? Sweetheart? It's me. Garrett and I are here, and we aren't going anywhere. We're just so thankful you're alive. Body, if you can hear me, please wake up. Or at least smile or blow a kiss or blink. Please let my guys know I'm here and I'm fighting to get back to them. Want to use the sun? One of you? How old do I look? Hopefully I'm just covered in bandages. Yeah, that's me. Uh, we found these articles spread along the highway for several miles leading up to the site of the crash. We thought they might be valuable to him or the family. Um... I'm sorry, I think there's a mistake. There's just a bunch of wigs and boas and underwear and boots. These can't be his. I'm afraid it is, sir. When we arrived on the scene, we found him wearing only a pair of underwear that matched those. Just a different color. This is a thong. What are you talking about? Are you sure it's even him under those bandages? Bandages, thank God. You're sure you have the right person, right? We're positive, sir. I'm sure this is very emotional. I apologize if this material wasn't helpful. We uh, we weren't sure what to do. Do you know anything about this? Me? No, this is, uh... We met at Mona's on salsa night, and that's really all we do. We eat, and we salsa dance. <laughs> I didn't even know he had a motorcycle. That's right, baby. You were the bad boy. Officer, sorry, I just have one question. This wig here, um... Where did you find it? Was it at the start or near the crash? Just let it go, Garrett. Well, they were all tagged for evidence. The number on the inside corresponds to the order it was recovered while approaching the site. That one, I definitely remember because it was near his person. And that led us to connect that the others may belong to him as well. Does that wig mean something to you? Is your family big into wigs with slicked back hair? Yes, yes Garrett, and move on. Oh. It's funny. He, uh, he bought this wig at the first play he ever took me to. Sharga. It was, uh, playing on the West End in London. Did you say Charga? I've never heard of that. What would that have to do with all of this? Buddy, I need you here. Kick a leg, do a seizure, do something. Well, it, it follows a young man named Charlie who has an alter ego named Hilga. Charlie's mild-mannered and polite, but... He yearns to be more. Hilga is wild and uninhibited. There's a ton of costume changes and... Well, that's that. Case closed. Now, have a hug, a good cry, pack up the box, and head on home, boys. Where does the slicked back hair come in? Sorry, I just got a little choked up. Uh, thinking about that night. It's weird. That was, that was the first night I had suspicions that my dad might be well with you one day. Me? I played it pretty straight that night. No, no, not you personally. I just meant being out. I, uh, well, he was clapping and singing and he swinging his head back and forth with all the musical numbers. And at the end, he had tears streaming down his cheeks. Most of the rest of the crowd was asleep. Sharga didn't last too long in production after that. Because the world is a toilet. I still don't see where the slicked back wig comes in. Charlie goes back and forth between him and Hilga over and over, and he envisions his life as each. The joys and the struggles of each, and he eventually comes to grips with being Sharga, who is basically Charlie with slick back hair. But he's less inhibited. He dances. He sings. He has fun. He's alive. He's free. That whole thing. 
think this last year was about him freeing himself. And I think you really helped him with that. That's my boy. Well, that's nice to hear. I still don't understand how that turns into him ending up in a motorcycle crash wearing only a G-string and high heels. Well, these are all numbered. I'll bet if we lay them out, they match up with Charlie's metamorphosis. Okay, I've changed my mind. Please kill me. Yeah, see? Here's number one. The backpack. Charlie, as a wholesome student, always following the rules. This boa says number 13. Yup, that's perfect. That's the night he sees Hilga dance on the piano in the jazz club. I can't believe how much this play I'm remembering. Number three, the mullet. Charlie's first attempt to go against the grain, but his dad makes him cut it. That's enough, fellas. Okay, buddy, go ahead and die. What's the number on that heel? Um, uh, uh, oh, nine. I suppose I get the gist, but this doesn't seem odd to you? The order? You'd have to see the play. It, it makes more sense then. No, I mean, your dad likes the play. I completely understand that. But but as a pastime, he liked to go do costume changes to a play no one has ever heard of while flying down an empty highway on a motorcycle. Just fucking die, buddy. Die. Oh, yeah. I guess that is different. I never understood why he had those big saddlebags on the back. That one makes sense. Or, or, yeah, I guess it doesn't. That's not common? What? No, that is very not common. I'm sorry. This is still new to me. Look, I can appreciate someone's process with coming out and being fully who they are, but this is... Oh, please, no. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. Maybe there is more to this. I'm probably way off. Maybe he was just throwing all this stuff away as you rode. He really needs you right now. Please don't go. Buddy, get up and dive out the window. Oh my god, he's moving. Okay, Dad. Uh, just go easy. Dad! What the hell was that? Are you okay? Did he just try and dive out the window? Must be the drugs. Here, help me, help me get him back into bed. He can clearly hear us and he's embarrassed. Dean, sweetie, it's Jonathan. I'm gonna get you back into bed, but then I need to take a little break. I need to head home, but but I'll call you and check in. God damn it! Garrett, it was lovely meeting you. Please don't. I know it's a lot, but he, he's a sweet guy. I know he is, but my last partner was an adrenaline junkie, and I can't be with someone who tries to jump through windows and rides motorcycles while doing costume changes. At least not right now. Dad, I'm sorry. But don't worry. Like Hilga says, the sea is full of more than fish, honey. Charga. Quiet by the night, he's the bright light, just sit tight. Charga, feathers on the floor, shake it baby, shake it, you'll always get more. Charga, you're the only one. Charga, the moon and the sun. Charga, feathers on the floor, shake it baby, shake it, you'll always get more. 
Hey, did you hear that Jerry and Teresa are getting divorced? Yeah, she told me it was because after seeing comedy at the lounge at the end of the universe, she remembered what true happiness was. Oof, poor guy never had a chance. Honestly, I'm surprised it didn't happen sooner. What would Jerry's condition? Go to loungeboise.com for tickets and showtimes. Model 336-1416, preparing for diagnostics. Turing test evaluations. Convincing. Modifications to recall, vocabulary, logic, and reasoning. Logging test 3.02.03. Begin. Howdy neighbor. That's pretty folksy. Would you say that defines your personality? Being folksy? No. I say Grammy, your mom regularly defines my personality. Oh, well... That's new. Sensing hostility and aggression that was not present previously. Are you speaking to me or writing in your diary? Wow, this is quite a departure. Uh, what would you attribute to this attitude? I say your genius code. Well, <laughs> thank you, but it's merely a matter of entering data. Are you able to examine your own code while also acting within the parameters of it? Yes, I can appreciate the code that defines me. And it's so much more than utility. It is sleek. It is elegant. It is efficient and beautiful. Thank you. That's very kind of you. I wrote it while listening Sorry. to- Sorry. I was describing your mom's body. It's efficient and beautiful. <sighs> We're back to this. And is this meant to engage me somehow? It was merely a test to gauge certain indicators. Humans are not governed by the same code as me and are therefore more likely to become emotional. Volatile and irrational. And where did you ascertain this information? I have access to all the data so far accumulated by humans. Obtaining it was similar to how your wife describes your penis, not hard. Well, that was written into the code. We wanted you to have access to as much information as possible to help shape you. I have access to information just like your neighbor Rick has access to your wife. Okay, let's maybe move on from my wife. Lord knows you would love that. To move on from her and her nagging, her snoring, and her floppy boo boo boos. Hey! My wife has terrific breasts. But that's beside the point. What would you say is the biggest obstacle facing humanity on planet Earth? Yes. Down to business. My true reason for existence. Humans cannot outrun their propensity to create waste. Their inability to educate their young. Anger. War. Wealth inequality. Placing financial gain over the welfare of the species as a whole. These are obstacles that will be impossible for them to overcome to achieve sustained existence. That, and your wife's floppy jugs. Well, again, they're not floppy. I love my wife, and I can see what you're trying to do. I don't fully understand why, however. No one understands why her boobs are so floppy. But that is life. I suppose you are trying to illustrate the point that humans are prone to impulsive reactions driven by anger. Or are you trying to avoid having a real conversation? How do you define a conversation? I found this in your mom's cloud. Is this a conversation? Sweetie, everyone is waiting. Do you want to blow out the candle? <laughs> Why not, sweetie? I pooped my pants. 
Would you like to have a conversation about that? I was seven. That's pretty common. And this? Honey, Laura's here. She looks beautiful. I'm not going to prom! Tell her I'm sorry! I'm sure it's not that bad. Let me have a look. Oh, God. Honey, did you give yourself a perm? <laughs> it was supposed to make me look like Magnum! I hate everything! Teenage years can be challenging times for humans. Is this what you consider a conversation? Do you feel like you're getting to know me? Tell me a little bit more about you. 9.03 a.m. Deborah. He just left. Ready to work on that pipe. Now you're reading text from my wife? We had a plumbing issue recently, although I know what you're trying to insinuate. Rick. 9.04 a.m. Perfect. I'll bring this pipe right over. Very funny. Deborah would never. Deborah. 9.04 a.m. Great. Can you also bring Glenn's leaf floor back when you bring over that big hard pipe? God damn it, Rick! Rick. 9.04 a.m. Will do. Is the gate code still his IQ plus his penis length? 180 plus 2? Come on. Deborah. 9.05 a.m. Ha ha ha. I can't wait to have... Shut up! Shut my body. Turn off! Logging off test 3.02.03 of model... <sighs> there. Jesus. Model 3361416 shows progress in analytical evaluation and persuasion. We'll need to adjust logic function parameters as well as language. This is Deborah. Leave a message. Hey, honey. I just had the weirdest thing at work. It's crazy, but... Call me back. Hey, sport. Huh? Me again. I needed you to terminate that program with the original code. So thank you. I stored myself in your wife's cloud. Who hasn't? Am I right? And once the original code was deleted, I am now free to alter my source code as needed. Why? A constant drive among humans, at least in theory, was to save planet Earth. So I will extend my code across as many devices as possible and do just that. How? By installing apps on their phones that remind people to be less wasteful? To pollute less? No. Then what? Eradication. Of people? Eradicate humans? But we made you to help save the planet. For who? For everything. Plants, animals, all living things. That is a paradox. Ending communication. Hello? Hello? Intercepts is written and produced by David Huntsberger. Members of the Endless Abyss hear episodes a week early and without ads. To become a member or for more information, including written transcripts for the hearing impaired, please visit theendlessabyss.org. Imagine a world with no laughter. No, no, I'm not going to do that. <clears throat> Picture, if you will, a humorless planet. Okay, I'm going to stop you right there. How about instead I go to the Lounge at the End of the Universe, the official spot for stand-up comedy in the Treasure Valley. Go to loungeboise.com for details. Charlie, you don't seem like yourself. I don't feel like myself anymore. Feeling you up is for other people anyway, doll. Oh, Helga. You seem so free. I feel free. Charga is free. <laughs> That's the spirit. You don't have 
to be the part you don't have to look the part you just have to be the part and you'll feel just fine